Hello and welcome to the Jack Benny program from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Jack Benny program presented by Lucky Strike. LSMFT, LSMFT, LSMFT. Yes, sir. That's it. Right you are. Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. So round, so firm, so fully packed. So free and easy on the draw. At 40, American. Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. So round, so firm, so fully packed. So free and easy on the draw. Remember, in a cigarette, it's the tobacco that counts. And Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. Yes, year after year at market after market, independent tobacco experts, auctioneers, buyers, and warehousemen can see Lucky Strike consistently select and buy the finer, the lighter, the naturally milder Lucky Strike tobacco. Yes, sir. L-S-M-F-T. Yes, Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. And this fine Lucky Strike tobacco means real deep down smoking enjoyment for you. So smoke that smoke of fine tobacco, Lucky Strike. The Lucky Strike program, starring Jack Benny, with Barry Livingston, Phil Harris, Rochester, Larry Stevens, and yours truly, Don Wilson. And now, ladies and gentlemen, today is January 27th, the day that the winners of the I Can't Stand Jack Benny contest will be announced. Last night, people all over the country went to bed wondering if they would win part of the $10,000. So let's go back to last night, to the home of the man who is going to give away all that money. I don't know why I let myself get into this. It's a lot of dough. There ought to be some way to get out of it. Hmm, I wonder if I could... Oh, boss! I could go to Mexico. <laughs> no, nah, that's too close. Say, I've got it. Boss, if you're thinking what I think you are, it's impossible. Impossible? What do you mean? They can only send messages to the moon. People can't go there yet. <laughs> Rochester, I'm not running away. I'm just thinking about uh, uh, my next summer's vacation. Then why did you pack your bags this afternoon? You must know I just threw some old clothes in those suitcases to send to the people in Europe. I know, but the one you sent to France is addressed to Pierre Benny. <laughs> that goes to an uncle of mine in Paris. Now forget it. Okay, okay. But look, it's only $10,000. Why do you want to run away to Paris? Look, Rochester. No use hiding in those sewers, boss. They'll find you. They'll find you. <laughs> Rochester, cut that out. I told you I'm not going anywhere. All I know is when I answered the phone this morning, a man said, this is the Atchison, Topeka, and Santa Fe, and he wasn't singing. <laughs> Look, Mr. Jones, if you're... Uh, Van Jones, rather. If you're insinuating that I'm worried about giving away the $10,000, you're sadly mistaken. The letters of the contest have all been read, the winners will be announced, and as far as I'm concerned, I'm not even thinking about the money. Now, it's getting late, so I'm going to bed. Mmm, my watch is slow. What time you got, boss? $10,000. <laughs> 
I mean 10,000 o'clock. 10,000, 10, now stop confusing me. I'm going up to bed. So am I, good night. Good night. And Rochester, don't put the cat out tonight. With this meat shortage, you can't tell what'll happen. <laughs> well, good night, Rochester. Good night. I get laughs like that on my program. <laughs> Why? Don't be impatient. You've only been on 14 years. Stop tormenting me, do you hear? Stop! We don't have to torment you. You're gonna do it yourself. Tomorrow you have to give away all that money. And if you don't, do you know what they're gonna do to you? They're gonna tie you to a post, throw branches around it, cover you with gasoline, and then take your two old tired up legs and rub them together. <laughs> what? <laughs> and then they're gonna tie you to a horse and drag you all over there. Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Boss! Boss! Huh? Oh. Well, I'm glad you came, Rochester. Just had an awful dream. I dreamt... Rochester, what are you doing with your suitcase? I had the same dream, and I'm going with you. <laughs> Thanks for your loyalty. And take off that beret. We're not going to Paris. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, that's what happened last night. And now to get on with the show, here's Larry Stevens to sing Symphony.
symphony Symphony of love Music from above How does it start? You walk in And the song begins Singing violins Start in my heart Then you speak The melody seems to rise Then you sigh It sighs and it softly dies Symphony Sing to me And it's clear to me When you're near to me You are my symphony Okay, Don, okay, I'm here. I'll take over now. That was Larry Stevens singing symphony. (laughs) And now, ladies and gentlemen... The big ham. What? What'd you say, Don? I said I love spam. (laughs) And now, get a load of Diet Smith Wilson. (laughs) And now... And now, ladies and gentlemen, tonight... Oh, I know you don't, Jack. When anybody else is late around here, they have to have a good excuse. Mary's right, Jackson. You're late. Well, I couldn't help it. I was so tired. I didn't get much sleep. I tossed and turned all night. Oh, that happens every time Margaret or Brian beat you at hopscotch. (laughs) What are you talking about? I beat her three out of five. (laughs) It was something else that upset me. Say, Jackson, it couldn't be by a slight coincidence that you didn't sleep last night because today you have to give away $10,000... Could it, little Nancy? <laughs> what $10,000? The contest money, you know. Oh, that, I forgot about it. Forgot about it? When Phil, Phil mentioned it, you're... Phil. Fa- <laughs> oh. <laughs> I gotta do it all over again. Huh? <laughs> when, I'll when... take the first line. I forgot about it. <laughs> <laughs> forgot about it? Mm-hmm. When Phil mentioned that your face turned white... Your lips turned blue and your stomach turned over. That wasn't worth going over it either. <laughs> Mary. And the way your Adam's apple popped out, I thought it was going to announce the time. Announce the time, announce the time. All right, why shouldn't I be upset? 
Bad enough giving away all that dough without having a guy like Fred Allen tell me what to, who to give it to. What a judge. Well, Jack, I think Fred Allen's a great judge of humor. You do, eh? Well, I'll say one thing. His program has helped the good neighbor policy. Helped the good neighbor policy? How? Well, when Allen's program comes on the air, so many radios start clicking off that South America thinks we've taken up the castanets. <laughs> But now that you're here, let's cut out this silly stuff and announce the winners of the contest. Mary, I don't know who the winners are, and I won't know until Steve Bradley, my press agent, gets here. I think I'll call his house and see what's keeping him. Say, Mabel, what is it, Gertrude? <laughs> Mr. Benny's line is flashing. Yeah, I wonder what Dorian Gray wants now. <laughs> I'll take it. Yes, Mr. Benny. Steve Bradley at Crestview 67071. Huh? I'm sorry, Mr. Benny, but on local calls, we can't reverse the charges. <laughs> I'll call you back when I get the number. What did he want, Gertrude? He wanted I should get him a number. <laughs> Say, Gertrude, did you enter Mr. Benny's contest? Well, I almost did. You see, I started to write in 50 words why I can't stand Jack Benny. Uh-huh. And by the time I finished writing, I sold it to Universal, and they're making a picture out of it starring Boris Karloff. <laughs> what a character that Benny is. Ain't it the truth? I'll never forget the first time I went out with him. We were sitting in the park in the moonlight holding hands, and suddenly he whispered in my ear and asked me for a lock of my hair. Gosh, how romantic. Romantic nothing. He made a toupee out of it. <laughs> Why, Mabel Flapsaddle. <laughs> You're just making that up. Now it's the truth. Say, Gertrude, did you ever go out with Mr. Benny? Sure, I did. And gee, I'll never forget our first date. He showed up wearing a pair of wooden shoes. Wooden shoes? Yeah, when he says Dutch treat, he ain't kidding. <laughs> you said it. You know, Gertrude, one day Mr. Benny asked me if I'd like to be on his radio program. He did? Yeah. He wanted to put me in pictures, too, but that's an old gag. <laughs> no, it ain't. Mr. Benny has a lot of influence. He got me a part in that picture, Lost Weekend. Lost Weekend? What did you do in it? I stuck the labels on the bottles. <laughs> Gee, Gertrude, I saw the picture, but I didn't see you. I know. After the first day, they fired me and hired a wet sponge. <laughs> Operator, operator. Oh, Gertrude, did you get Mr. Bradley for me? Oh, he doesn't answer. All right, well, keep trying. What happened, Jack? I don't know. Bradley isn't home. I wonder if he could be at... Oh, there's the telephone. Correct. Now, would you like to try for $8? What? I have a lady in the balcony, doctor. Ask her if she got a friend. Now, cut that out! <laughs> Everybody wants to be a comedian. I don't know why it is, but every time you say something or up. Hey, that must be Steve Bradley. Hello? Hello, is my daddy there? Your daddy? 
Oh, this is Phil Harris's little girl. How are you, honey? This is Mr. Benny. Hello, Mr. Benny. Are you really going to announce the winners of your contest tonight? That's right. Oh, goody. I can sure use the money. <laughs> the money? <mu> <laughs> oh, oh, did you send in a letter? I sent in 25 letters. 25? My goodness. How did you think up so many things? Well, one night Mommy and Daddy had some people over to dinner. Uh-huh. Your name was mentioned, and I wrote down everything they said. <laughs> oh. Mr. Benny, how did you ever learn to skin a flint? <laughs> Well, you take... Never mind, honey. I'll, I'll let you talk to your daddy. Now, Phil, your little girl's on the phone. Okay. And she told me that you and your friends have been talking about me. Uh-oh. Hello, baby. Hello, Daddy. I called to tell you that... Now, just a minute, sweetheart. I want to tell you something. What? Don't ever tell people things that happen at home. Especially Mr. Benny. I might get fired. But, Daddy, you said that after Mommy made two more pictures, you were going to quit anyway. <laughs> She hasn't made them yet. She hasn't made them yet. Gee. <laughs> now, what are you laughing about, honey? I'll bet Mr. Benny would sure be mad if I told him what you did last Tuesday night. Tuesday night? What did I do? You listened to B-O-B-H-O-P-E. Look, baby. And you laughed, too. Not so loud. <laughs> oh, honey, you're getting me in trouble. You're taking the bread and butter right out of your own little mouth. Now, what did you call me for? Well, Daddy, you left home today without giving me my arithmetic lesson. Your arithmetic lesson? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. Well, look, baby, I'm sorry. Look, I'll give it to you right now over the phone. Have you got a paper and pencil? Uh-huh. All right. Now, listen, and we'll do it together. One-zy, two-zy, I'll kiss you-zy. Two-zy, three-zy, you kiss me-zy. Three-zy, four-zy, kiss some more-zy. Let's start counting higher. Four-zy, five-zy, let's get live-zy. Five-zy, six-zy, hug me quick-zy. Six-zy, seven-zy, this is heaven-zy. My heart's on a flyer. Keep the numbers going till the song is done. Love will keep on growing, and we'll have lots of fun. Seven-zy, eight-zy, you're my daisy. Eight-zy, nine-zy, ain't this fine-zy. Nine-zy, ten-zy, start again-zy. One-zy, two-zy, I love you-zy. You're my what-not. You're my hot-shot. One-zy, two-zy, I love you-zy. That's all I got time for now. Bye, baby. Goodbye, Daddy. Say, Phil, that's a catchy little song. What is it? Well, it's brand new, Jackson. It's written by Dave Franklin and Irving Taylor. It's never been on the air before. Well, it's pretty cute. Hey, Don, come here. Let you and I try it. Okay. Go ahead, Phil. <laughs> Phil, play it. You, you start it, Don. Go ahead. 
One Z, I'm so choosy. Two Z, three Z, free and easy. Three Z, four Z, on the draw Z. Let's keep smoking lucky. Four Z, five Z, for man and wife Z. Five Z, six Z, a blend that clicks Z. Six Z, seven Z, tastes like heaven Z. Let's keep smoking lucky. Every lucky user sings their praises true. In Anaheim and Azusa and Cucamonga, too. 7Z, 8Z, they're just great, Z. 8Z, 9Z, they're so fine, Z. 9Z, 10Z, take it again, Z. L-S-M-F-T-Z. You know, anybody can make up words to that song. You know, I'll bet a number like this is liable to... Hello? Hello, boss. Have you given away the prize money yet? No. Why? One Z, two Z, no time to lose. Two Z, three Z, listen to me. Seven Z, eight Z, better not wait. Let's get going for Paris. (laughs) Roger! It's just a little thought, boss. So long. Well, the first time I... First time I ever knew Rochester listened to my program. Uh, maybe he read that fine print in his contract. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's a cute song. I bet it'll be a hit. I can't wait till I get home tonight and learn it on my violin. No, 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 Jackson. Let it live. It's so young. <laughs> Phil, when I learn a number on my violin, it always... Come in. Hello, 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 everybody. Hello. Long time no see, huh? Well, it's about time you got here, Steve. I've been trying to get you on the phone. What took you so long? Now, don't get excited, buddy. It was my new publicity stunt for you. I just hired an airplane and a pilot to write your name all over the sky, but I ran into a little trouble with him. Trouble? What was wrong? From force of habit, he kept getting his last job from Ola. <laughs> oh. Say, Steve, to hear the names of the contest winners. Judge, and had a long talk with him. Did he mention any names? Plenty. He called you a dirty nope. I mean the names... <laughs> Uh, tell us who Jack has to pay the money to. Mary, if I can wait, you can, too. We won't announce the winners till the end of the program. Oh, for crying out loud, as though you were going to... Stop giving him ideas. <laughs> he didn't give me the idea. I've been thinking of it for weeks. <laughs> it's the silliest thing I ever heard in all my fifth 37 years. Phil, <laughs> should think, though. You had a gleam in your eye. Oh, for goodness sake, Jack, Steve. Tell us the name nervous. Now, come on. All right, I guess you're all pretty anxious, so I won't keep you... I'll get it. What? Hello? Gertrude, I know next... Now, Gertrude, you talk a little more... What? Well, not... <laughs> Goodbye. That Gertrude's cute when she gets... Timeless. Uh, Let Steve announce the winners. All right, all right. Go ahead, Steve. Thanks, man. So we're all with... Oh. oh, my goodness. Hello? Oh, hello, Mabel. But, Mabel, I'm not a beast. I didn't mean to make Gertrude cry. Put her on the phone. Let me... T- oh. oh. Well, when she comes back, tell her to call. <laughs> Goodbye. I never saw anyone as sensitive as Gertrude. Just say boo, she starts crying. Her mother was the same way. <laughs> well, go ahead, Steve. Let's hear the winners. Okay. Jeffers has picked by the judges, Peter Laurie and Goodman Ace. But you're going to hear them announced by the final judge himself, the Honorable Fred Allen. <laughs> <laughs>
What? Take it away, New York! Gentlemen, this is Fred Allen in New York. I wouldn't want much of it. But I know you've all been waiting for the winners of the I Can't Stand Jack Benny contest. So here they are. The first prize, wake up, Mr. Benny, this isn't a dream now. The first prize, $2,500 in victory bonds, goes to Mr. Carol P. Craig, Sr., 735 Radcliffe Avenue, Pacific Pal uh, Palisades, California. The second prize, $1,500 in victory bonds, goes to Mr. Charles S. Doherty, Hotel Bolton Square, Cleveland 6, Ohio. The third prize, a $1,000 victory bond, goes to Miss Joyce O'Hara, 1014 Dragoon Avenue, Detroit 9, Michigan. The additional 50 winners of the $100 bonds will be notified by telegram and the bonds sent registered mail. P.S. If Mr. Benny should deliver any of these telegrams personally, please tip him generously, ladies and gentlemen. He's been through a terrible ordeal, I am happy to say. Good night, folks. Your father's mustache. Well, the contest is over. And you want to know something, Mary? I don't feel bad at all. I feel like I've got something off my chest. Or maybe it's your money belt. Maybe. Play <laughs> belt. Ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't already done so, check over your wardrobes and get together all the clothing you can spare for the Victory Clothing Collection. Both summer and winter clothing is needed. Also, shoes and bedding for the millions of families who lost their homes and their belongings. Everything they owned in war-torn countries around the globe. These people are in great need, and every one of us can find useful articles that we can contribute. The drive ends Thursday, so pack up your bundle right away and take it to your post office, fire station, or police station. Thank you. American. Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. So round, so firm, so fully packed, so free and easy on the draw. Here's what Mr. C.W. Jenkins, independent tobacco warehouseman of Bowling Green, Kentucky, says. Anyone who knows tobacco will tell you that you can't have a good cigarette unless good tobacco goes into it. Season after season at the auctions, I've seen Lucky Strike by quality leaf. Tobacco that means a mild and better tasting smoke. I've smoked Luckies for 24 years. Quote, season after season, I've seen Lucky Strike by quality leaf. Unquote. Yes, in a cigarette, it's the tobacco that counts. And Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. So round, so firm, so fully packed. So free and easy on the draw. The famous tobacco auctioneers heard on tonight's programmer, Mr. F.E. Boone of Lexington, Kentucky. At 49, 49, American. And Mr. L.A. Speed Riggs of Goldsboro, North Carolina. And this is Basil Risedale for Lucky Strike. L.S.M.F.T. L.S.M.F.T. L-S-M-F-T. There's real deep-down smoking enjoyment for you in Lucky Strike. For Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. Yes, Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. Ladies and gentlemen, next Sunday we're going to have as our guests Mr. and Mrs. Ronald Coleman and one of the world's greatest violinists, Isaac Stern. 
Now that the first three winners of the contest have been announced, I would like to announce as many of the names of the $100 bond winners as time will allow. First, Helena Williams, 1809 West Sherman, Phoenix, Arizona. Miss Ruth Payne, 909 Chester Avenue, Topeka, Kansas. Mrs. Dorothy Pickering, 28 Soundview Drive, Greenwich, Connecticut. Captain Alper J. Helfond, 3311 Northeast 19th Avenue, Portland, Oregon. Mary E. Fleck, 208 North Princeton Avenue, Fullerton, California. E. Amale, 401 North Piedmont Street, Arlington, Virginia. Harris V. Patel, 27 South 1st Street, Bergenfield, New Jersey. Philip H. Clark, 1524, Osage Avenue, Bartlesville, Oklahoma. Mrs. Florence Livingston. Well, Jamestown, Texas. <laughs> M.G. Well, that's all we have time for, but you'll all get your telegrams and your bond. Thank you very, very much. <laughs> This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.